When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You got a little early taste of a little happy hour. Now you're going to get the real taste with her words. You play to win the game. The doors are open. Don't press in. It's happy hour with Herm. Always a great follow on Twitter. Herm Edwards, he's joined us for the last 30 minutes, and he's gracious enough to be with us for the next 20 to 25 minutes. Give or take a minute or two here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We got championship weekend in the National Football League. NFC Championship game, San Francisco 49ers hosting the Detroit Lions. AFC Championship game, we got Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, hosting Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Before we get to those games, You've been a part of Championship Sunday mm. as a head coach yep. and as a player. And I remember the one you had with the Philadelphia Eagles. And it pains me to say this Dallas Cowboys <laughs> fan because one of the worst memories of a Cowboys fan was that day back in 1980 yeah. when the Eagles got the Super Bowl for the first time. And people thought it was cold this week in Buffalo. I'm telling you right now, Philadelphia that day, it was colder than death. And that's how the Cowboys played. Like they were death warmed over by the Eagles. What was that like building things up? You get to that point, Dick, yeah. for a meal, and you finally break through and beat that team to get to the Super Bowl, Herm. Well, obviously, we knew that when we first arrived in Philadelphia, that um, if you were going to go to the Super Bowl, it went through Dallas because they were they were a dominant team back in their late 70s, early 80s. That was the team you mm-hmm. had to beat. Roger Staubach right. and those guys. Drew Pearson, you knew Tony it. Hill, yeah, absolutely. They were really good, boy. And, and Tony Dorsett, you know, they, they had some guys. They had a crew. Mm-hmm. Had a really good defense, too. Ah, oh, boy. Randy White, Harris, Randy Harvey White, Martin, Two Tall Jones. Oh, they were yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we first got there, our rookie, my rookie year in 1977, you know, then there was, uh, look, there, there, was, <laughs> there was six preseason games. Wow. Keep and there was 14 regular season games. Right. So you can imagine, you know, we weren't we, we didn't we didn't win a lot of games our first year. I think we won four or five games. Dick was trying to build the team. And then, you know, the the fumble year, we got in the playoffs in 78. And then we became a pretty good football team. Mm-hmm. And and we got in the playoffs again and, and I want to say lost lost to the I want to say lost to the Falcons. Yes. Lost to the bird, yeah, Dirty beat, Birds. You up 13 ah! nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Came back and beat you in yeah. Atlanta and 14 and, to 13. Steve Barkowski. Yeah. Yep, Steve Barkowski. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then the next year, we we found our wings. You know, we like okay, and we got in it. And and you know, you played Dallas twice that year. I think we had split with them, um, but we were a very confident football team, and we knew it was cold, and we knew that when they traveled, they didn't. You know, they like wearing what they like wearing uh, the the white. Yeah. And we decided, mm-hmm. and I remember Dick says, "We gonna make them wear blue." I'll never forgive you guys for that, man. And they wore the blue, and <laughs> you can already, you can already tell they came to say it was already mad. Uh-huh, it was kind of mad. Why yeah. wearing blue? You know, we were yeah. laughing, and it was cold, man. I know. <laughs> and we start the game off, and you know, and Wilbur makes a big run, and 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 from there, you know, we sometimes you walk in the stadium, you go, "This ain't their day. We got them. We're gonna beat them." You know, and and that was our deal. We knew if you were going to the Super Bowl, it went through Dallas. You had to beat the Cowboys, man. And wow. you know, and I'll never forget that was the loudest 
that that stadium was ever felt it in that stadium. The electricity, the crowd and everything, you know, it was like, I can still remember. It was like hair standing on the back of our, 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 our helmets, man. I was like, really? man, look, look at this crowd. You know, and, and we want it, man. And when you do something like you don't realize it until you win it, and then you win the game, and then the next thing you go, we were like walking around each other, and the players and we were going, when we're going to the Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> and when you win the championship game, you don't realize that because uh-huh. when you're football, there's always one more game. And Harry knows. It's always, always yep. next week. And then you went, guys, we're actually going to the Super Bowl. We're going to go to play the Super Bowl, right? Now, it didn't turn out well, but we, we ended up going. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's an amazing deal, and, and people don't realize how hard it is to get to, to, get to that spot. It's hard, man. Coach, you, you made a statement about you guys finding your wings, mm. and I'm going to mm. use the same one when it comes to Lamar Jackson. Mm, okay. Because he found his wings early in his career. Yes. Right? But more needed to be added to it. Yes. Right? You needed a better offensive coordinator. needed some weapons around you. Now Lamar Jackson, he has that. He's probably going to be, you know, an MVP winner for a second time. Yes. When you have been watching him this season – what has he proved so far up until this point? Mm-hmm. What, what, what has well, he, he, he plays better from the pocket now, throwing the football. And I think even Lamar will tell you that. But, see, this is what great players do. They're, they're constantly looking at how they play. They want to improve it. And, and like, maybe the, the best player in the world to think about when you talk about improvement, and he was already the best player in the world, the guy who used to wear the red shirt and play in golf. Every year, he, all of a sudden, Woods, he yeah. changes swing. Yep. And people say, why are you changing your swing? He was, he was chasing greatness, right? And, and so when you look at this, you look at Lamar Jackson, right. he's been an MVP. You know, he's, he's done a lot of great things, but it was like, I got it, it, I, I to gotta learn how to play from the pocket better. You know, that, that was the knock on him. If, if that was a knock, that was everybody was yeah. saying, oh, he's kind of a running quarterback. He, he's kind of different. Yeah, he's different. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are different, but now you watch him. And boy, does he have control of this offense? He manages the pocket a lot better. Oh my word! And he has a funny delivery, but it doesn't. I don't worry about delivery. So the Flip Rivers, the ball I, yeah, got there. I just is he accurate? And he's accurate, and and he knows where to go with the ball, and he still has the great equalizer, his legs, mm-hmm. and that's what scares you to death, man. <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm telling you, it's the old. We told a story before, and I sat in there, the old Michael Vick story. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he get out boy he starts running it's like it's over boys ain't nobody catching it it's done I still remember my hat doing like this say, we ain't catching him we ain't catching him I kept saying no don't let him go oh here he come he ran by me so fast man my hat waved I said bye bye man we ain't catching that dude I said it's over man I'm hollering I'm receiving team come on come on he ain't even He's 50 yards out. I'm still receiving team. Come on, man. They're getting ready to kick off the ball because you ain't catching him. No. No, you're not catching him. Exactly. And it's no. the same way you watch Lamar. He, he had That's a couple right. runs where he, he ran up the middle and you go, and he no was one's going to touch this guy. Yeah, he, he can go from zero to whatever. He, <laughs> he makes you, you think you take the right angle and you don't. He just outrun you. And wow. it's just, he's, he's that fast. Well, happy hour with Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst in studio each and every Monday at this time on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Rated with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. If I give you these two quarterbacks, okay. Purdy, yeah. Brock Purdy on one side for San Francisco, and Jackson, Lamar Jackson on the other side, even though they're not playing the same game with the Baltimore Ravens, in your opinion, which quarterback has the most to prove this weekend? Oh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Because of, of 
his career thus far. Purdy's just learning. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson's had history. He, you know, here, here again, Lamar Jackson's chasing that guy in Kansas City. Right. Mm-hmm. We finally get a chance to see them play, play each other in the playoffs. Play. And he's going to play against the guy in Kansas City. Yes. Uh, we ain't hey, look, if, if we don't know, if you don't know about football, there's this guy, number 15, his name is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he's really good, by the way. But he's chasing him. Right. And, and now the, he's coming to his house. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see this now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, whoa, really? I mean, this is really going to happen, right? And it, it's one of those deals where it, it, it will be must-see TV. And Lamar knows I got to beat this guy. He's in my way. This team is in my way to go to where I need to go. Because I want to hang. Lamar says it. We're trying to win the Super Bowl. But you got to beat this guy. He coming to your house. Like Josh Allen, we're trying to go to the Super Bowl. You got to beat that guy. So this is going to be a great game, I think. Because both defenses play well. You know, it's, it's, this is funny. I said this on SportsCenter. It's going to be interesting now where Kelsey's going to get challenged by Quinn and Smith. Queen Smith and that number 14 guy. Here's the one, number 14. <laughs> yeah, that number 14 guy, Kyle Hamilton. You can play man-to-man or tell number 14, you go get 87, you go sick him. That is the matchup I'm waiting to see. That's going to be fun to watch. Kelsey's going to have a guy just as big as him, just as athletic as him, and you ain't going to outrun him. And it's like, okay, now we're going to watch this unfold. It's going to be interesting, this game. Coach, when, when, you, when you do look at Brock Purdy, yes. what, what are some of the things you want to see from him in this NFC Championship game that you necessarily didn't see in the divisional round versus Green Bay? Well, he, was, he, wasn't, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't on. He was off. The weather bothered him for some reason. You know, when he got, yeah, because he had the glove on. He had the glove on, and then took the glove off, and, the glove yeah, off, and he had point. it back on. You know, And he was just out of rhythm. But I, I like his response in the fourth quarter when they needed to drive. Yep. He took them right down the field and scored. That says a lot about who he is, too, you know, because he got a lot of pressure on him, too. I mean, look, he, he's at a team where, you know, they had some pretty good quarterbacks there. They had this one guy, I call him Joe Legend. <laughs> pretty good. Joe Montana. Steve Young, pretty good. Right. They had some great quarterbacks there now that have hung some banners, right? Right. And so, you know, and everybody's talking about, well, he's the next one and all that. Whatever. So he's got pressure on him, too. And, you know, he didn't play good. Uh, the first three quarters, he was kind of uh, missing some balls. It just wasn't, wasn't in rhythm. And then in the fourth quarter when they needed him, defense, you know, kept him in the game, didn't right. let it get away. And, and he, okay. And this is what he did what Josh Allen needed to do. Mm. He had the ball last possession and went right down the field and scored a touchdown. Closed the game out. See, that's what the good ones do, man. I mean, just – I'm telling you, I've been in football too long. To when you when you know you have that guy, when you know you have that guy, uh-huh. you sit there on the sideline as the coach, and you smile, and you unfazed too, because you say, "You're okay, right, Harry. I, 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 I got this guy. I know what he's gonna do." Because these quarterbacks wait for that. They want that moment. They 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 they, they embrace they, it. They, it's like firemen. They yeah. run to the fire, not away from the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of that with Brock Purdy, will he ever win over naysayers? Because they're uh, no, going to be out no, there. No. Are, people who shall remain nameless, Devin King, one of our producers, are they ever going to win over naysayers no matter no, what he does? No, because here's the problem. You know, this Mr. Irrelevant, right? And so people say, ah, he ain't that good. It's the system. Let me tell you something. Every quarterback plays in a system. We all got differences. 
Michael Vick plays in a different system than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. plays a different system than 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 you know than Purdy. Josh Allen. They they all play in systems, okay? So they say well, he's a system quarterback. What are you talking about? They're all system quarterbacks. Systems are built around the quarterback's skill set. The San Francisco system has been in place for a long time. It's a Mike Shanahan this system. This is Mike yeah. Shanahan. This is Bill Walsh. Yep. This is get the ball out of your hand. Miami Dolphins are the same thing. Mm-hmm. They run in the system, right? Uh, they, look, it, it's just part of it. And what they got to realize is, guys, it's not his – it's no one's fault. It's what they do. And can you win with it? Can, can you win with can, – can, can, can you play in this system and be successful? He's shown you that he can do that. That's, that, that's part of the deal, man. And so, you know, people are always going to say, well, he, he, you know, he's a, no, he, he didn't play good last week. Well, he played good in the fourth quarter when he needed to win. They won a lot of games with this young guy, man. Because I think the thing that bothers me the most is that people act like this man is not in his second year in the National Football League. <laughs> that's a great point, Harry. You're right. Yeah. Like, You're right. Mm-hmm. My second year in the National Football oh. League, Coach, I, I had tore my ACL, but my head was still spinning like crazy. Yes. Because hmm. I remember Terry Bissey coming to me one day. He said, what are you doing? you just out here running like a damn chicken with your head cut off. Right. What are you doing, son? Right, right. Like, in year two, you're still trying to process things and develop and just grow, right? You're still trying to get a grasp. And I know he's a starting quarterback, but just because he's a starting quarterback doesn't mean he doesn't have these moments no, that doesn't mean he's not trying to still grow, and I don't. I don't think people really understand that because they've never been on the inside of it. Well, and you're right because I remember when Joe was the quarterback there and he started. Right, we played against him. I played against Joe, and and I remember. Look, you'll remember this guy, and you watched him because you played with Jerry Rice. Yep. <laughs> I remember Jerry Rice rookie year. First year, he was dropping a lot of balls. And I, I played against him, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like, okay. And you could tell when I left field, I said, this cat right here, he, he look different. He look different. You know, you, and I knew it. I said, he right. look a different, you know. And, and, but when you think about where he's at, he's with the San Francisco 49ers. They were spoiled for about a decade. They had Joe Legend, mm-hmm. and then they had Steve Young. And an underrated offensive line. Unbelievable. And they ran this system. And everybody's trying to figure out, what is this system? They get the ball out quick. They throw short passes. And it's, what is this, right? And so he has he's in this same system. And it's like, I'm playing for the 49ers. And there's two quarterbacks that have played here that are Hall of Famers. It's the same way with the guy playing in Green Bay right now. Right. Right? Right. Brett Favre, huh? Aaron Rodgers, yep. Hall yep. of Famers. And so the burden is much heavier for them to carry. Because your fan base has watched these quarterbacks and they're trying to judge them compared to those other two guys that are Hall of Famers. So it's almost, sometimes it's not fair where you're at. Sure. Who are you following? Right. That's what I always say. It's just like coaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mayo is in New England. Mm-hmm. He following Bill Belichick. Yeah. Good luck with that. I, I mean, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. I mean, that's a hard job. Because they lived in Camelot for 20 years. And so now they expect this guy, well, hey, man, we got a new coach. You know, he's, he's in the system. He, okay, good luck to you. See what happens. And, you know, and I hope he's a great coach, but it says, who do you follow? What do people expect? Right. That's what's hard. Yeah, Herm Edwards in studio, ESPN NFL analyst on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Stay with Bill Belichick. Yes. What does your mind tell you about where he might wind up? Because the I, Falcons I think, have interviewed him twice. Yeah, I, I think this – 
I don't, you know, I don't know the conversation. I don't know where he's at. Does he want all the control? Does he? I know Rich McKay's with the Falcons. He was with the Bucks with us. Yep. His, his dad was John Jay John McKay. McKay you know, and he's, what does he want? How much? I shouldn't say power, but how much say does he want? Okay. I, I don't know. I, if he wants a lot, I mean, that's going to have something to do with it. I think this too. I think he's pretty wise to understand what conference do I want to coach in. That one's a good conference. There's no dominant team over there yet. True. There's no dominant team. True. You can say the Bucks. Okay. Are they really dominant? They're a good team. Yeah. Todd Bowles did a great job. Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield resurrected his career. But at the end, you go, "Eh, I need 15 wins. Two years. He wants that. Oh, the breakdown shoes. For him not to, for him not to want that, that ain't fair to football. Because he's too close, okay. in my opinion. All right. Because we all chase history. We, we didn't come this far just to come this far. That's exactly <laughs> You got 15 games in front of you, you going, hey, man, I got a chance to do something. All right. Right? I mean, come on, man. I mean, so I, you know. Uh, interesting. It, yeah, it's going to be very interesting where he winds up and where yeah. we wind up at the championship weekend and wherever it happens. He will be here in studio each and every time on this Monday when it comes to happy hour with Herman Weber. It's always a treat to have him in studio. We had him for an hour, Aaron, Freddie, and Harry. Always good to see you, brother. Thank, Thank you so much. Appreciate you both. Thanks, Coach. Although, Thank you. although Thank you. I have a less appreciation than we did to my Cowboys back in 1980, but I digress when it comes to Herm Edwards, ESPN, NFL analyst. Great, great stuff from him, like we mentioned him on Twitter, at Herm Edwards. You can do the same thing with us at Coleman ESPN and at H. Douglas 83. And also, don't forget us on the Freddie Harry calling line. Triple H say ESPN. 888-729-3776. We want to find out from you. Is the Super Bowl window for the Buffalo Bills closed at 888-729-3776? Your calls after my man Harry has this word from Vivid Seats. Check off that New Year's bucket list with tickets from Vivid Seats, your home for every tackle, slap shot, and slam dunk. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. With Vivid Seats rewards, you earn money with every purchase. From the tip-off to the final buzzer, Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all the 2024 games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. On a reggae Monday known as Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman, together presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Serious XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Another playoff event involving the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Another playoff loss to the Kansas City Chiefs when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. Excuse me. Will they rebound from a loss like this? We'll get to that in about five minutes. But if they do rebound, Harry Douglas, on Get Up This Morning, Dan Olowski, Ryan Clark, Rex Ryan, guys that either played or coached in the NFL, they had a very, very interesting discussion that if the Buffalo Bills decide to move on from Sean McDermott, uh, they got a guy they should hire. Would Belichick take it? I mean, would he actually go from New England to Buffalo? Does Belichick look like Josh a guy? Allen? That, yes. Like a guy that cares about friends? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Belichick ain't never I, struck me as, you know what? I don't want to have to beat the Patriots. Belichick strikes me as, watch this. Oh, watch absolutely. What, watch, what, hey, watch what I do when I ain't got Mac Jones and yeah. Bailey Zappi. If I'm Belichick, I jump at this job. The opportunity to – we were speaking really? about the fact that no. he should try to – Hell yeah. The Los Angeles Chargers coach Hell yeah. because of Justin Herbert. Are you kidding? To so be able to get Josh Allen. Josh and, Allen is the – it would be in by far the most attractive possibility. I, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. But, like, the, he has the greatest – run in the history of the NFL in New England. Yeah. There has to be some type Who of Who else knows the AFC East better? I, I mean, Bill Belichick ain't got no damn emotions? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Yeah. Like, the man I'm, is emotionless like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no emotions? <laughs> but I'm joking. They know they funny. <laughs> Even when they're not but, trying to be funny. But I, but I love, I love the back and forth. And, and Belichick, yeah, he is a guy. But I, I can also say Mike Vrabel is a guy I can see coaching the Buffalo Bills, and I feel like they Absolutely. would have instant success. I mm-hmm. feel like Jim Harbaugh is a guy if he's thrust into that situation to coach the Buffalo Bills, he would thrive in that situation. Because mm-hmm. um, a simple fact, you everything starts in my opinion with a quarterback. Right. Now you look at your offensive line and your defensive line, those are the next things, in my opinion, after you get your quarterback and how your O-line is able to be physical and dominant and pose their will, how your defensive line is able to get out to the quarterback and wreak and create havoc uh, week in and week out on the opposing team's quarterback, especially when you're in the AFC and you're going against so many dynamic ones. So mm-hmm. it, Bill Belichick just isn't the only candidate, in my opinion. Yeah. I know he's the biggest name. Mm-hmm. But I can see Vrabel having success. I can see I can see um, uh, Mike McDonald as a defensive coach. I can see Ben Johnson having success with the Buffalo Bills if he's the head coach and calling plays and getting this offense together. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of guys that I can name that I can see having success right. if they're attached to the Buffalo Bills job. Well, the one guy that still that should be attached to the Buffalo Bills job is the guy that still has a job, and it comes yep. to Sean McDermott. I know a lot of people speculating. To me, the speculating is useless. Not seeing you, but the guys on Get Up this morning talking about if the job became available. Well, the job's not available. 
the job should not be available because Sean McDermott, the way he's able to give this team not only into the playoffs, but also to win the AFC East and also beat the Pittsburgh Steelers and gave, as usual, the Kansas City Chiefs more hell than a little bit in a game that a lot of people believe this is your opportunity, finally got them at home. They should not be going to look for a new head coach. They got more other issues that are going to be a lot bigger. For example, their cap deficit is to be projected close to $44 million. They have guys like safety Micah Hyde, defensive tackle Daquan Jones, pass rusher A.J. Epinesa, and wideout Gabe Davis slated to hit the market. Here's also something else. Stephon Diggs, eight targets yesterday, three catches for 21, including that key drop on a goal route in which he had that position. He pushed that ball away. I can't even imagine how that statement would have sounded. And you were there yesterday. Yeah. His salary cap hit is going to be north of $27 million in each of the next three seasons. You have to wonder how much could be affecting the Buffalo Bills. No matter who they bring as a head coach, they got some really expensive decisions they're going to have to make. Well, and, and you can basically, if you're Brandon Beam, you can look across the National Football League and see, okay, how did the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs do it? Mm-hmm. With Patrick Mahomes at their quarterback. Okay, well, they, they've drafted well. How did the San Francisco 49ers do it? Now, I know the San Francisco 49ers, they're going to they're gonna be in some cap situations coming up soon too. But yeah. they hit on Missy Irrelevant. They, they hit on, you know, Fred Warner. I think Fred Warner was a third-round pick. At uh, BYU. At one point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they, hit, they were able to hit on guys, Lenore, at the cornerback position. So they were able to do it as well. I look at the Detroit Lions. Right, just look at the Absolutely. Detroit Lions yep. and all the young players that they have right now. So, I think you have to be better front office wise in trying to figure this thing out because when your quarterback is making north of forty something million dollars, mm-hmm. that's when things get hard, and you try to figure out who do we need to keep, who do who can we allow to walk away. Now, Gabe Davis is a guy I, I can allow to walk away. I think they probably will. <laughs> like if you, if you can't stay healthy, you can't be big game Gabe Davis. Then. You're not exactly helping your cause. But a guy like Michael Hyde, you know what I mean? That's a guy I'm thinking, hey, do I want him to get away? I don't, but at I the same not. time, when yeah. you have a Taron Johnson, you still have a Jordan Poirier, you're going to have Tredavious White come back. But how much can you count on Tredavious White after him being injured the last few years? No doubt about that. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Is the Bills Super Bowl window close we'll give you our answers after we hear from you on the freddie and harry call in line at triple eight say espn 888-729-3776 tied in west virginia is the super bowl window closed for the buffalo bills and why or why not absolutely not closed um real quick before i get into it so what got me on the call was i got family in buffalo they're all over josh allen i got a huge discussion with my brother over the weekend I can give you 5,000 bills better than Josh Allen over the history. Now, maybe not 5,000, but Jim Kelly for sure, definitely. But what I called about was, remember the movie back in the day, Barbed Wire, with yes. Pamela Lee, Pamela Anderson? Uh-huh. Okay, that's Josh, Al- that's Josh <laughs> Allen to me. I mean, dude, you, wow. look at, you look at it, it's beautiful, it's amazing, it's got everything. But when you go to the movie, it's a waste of time, it's a waste of money. A, he's talented, yes, but without wins... I don't get it, man. And I I understand in the fourth quarter they were starting to shut down the run, but that many pass attempts. And people are like, well, why is he calling those plays? Why is Sean McDermott calling those plays? Harry, you know sometimes the deep route sets up the short and intermediate route. He does not have to take those risks going down the field, and I think that's his problem. He thinks he's Superman in his head. And to be a team player, you not only have to do your job, you have to set your teammate up for success as well. And I think he's just too greedy. If they can reel him in a little bit, 
have some of that Trent Dilfer, Dilfer mentality, win a Super Bowl, they'll be good. Now, I will say this, too, though. Um, I know what life without Josh Allen also looks like, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you, know, you, like, you don't want that life. When it comes to franchise quarterbacks, we have to remember, ladies and gentlemen, they grow on trees like apples and oranges do. All right, so let's mm-hmm. not forget that, too. Like, when you do have a guy, uh, and, I, and I understand exactly what Todd was, was saying because mm-hmm. you do at times want Josh Allen to understand certain things about the game, and I thought he was getting to one of those places because of Joe Brady, yeah. right? And Joe mm-hmm. Brady diversifying the football around and resorting to the run game, so that much pressure wasn't on Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. my, th- my thing is, is that I, I don't care if everything goes the, the waste. Make it work regardless. Because I've seen that from Patrick Mahomes. I've seen that from, you know, Joe Burrow. Get mm-hmm. sacked nine times in a football game. Yeah. But it's okay, guys. You don't have to protect me. I'm still going to bring us to the promised land. Here's the deal with Josh Allen. Everything you said is spot on. But here's the deal with Josh Allen when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. How many times have you seen Patrick Mahomes make that key mistake in a playoff game? I can count one time against the Cincinnati Bengals into the first half, instead of going for the field goal, he throws a pick in the end zone, Cincinnati gets it, and momentum completely changed. That's the only time I can recall Patrick Mahomes making a key mistake that wind up costing his team a, a, a playoff loss, costing his team a win in that game. With Josh Allen, yesterday wasn't on him. It really wasn't because he did everything possible. If you want to criticize his decision-making, the final part of that game, I can buy that. But he wasn't out there. Missing the ball, dropping the ball. He wasn't out there fumbling the ball on the ground and putting that on the ground a couple of times that happened in that game. If anything, he went above and beyond. I just wonder how much inspiration that they find in him when it comes to the guys in this team. They're motivated by him. He's a leader to me because we've seen him lead by example. But in certain situations, I wonder they have a little like, I don't know, can he get it done? You never get that feeling from the Chiefs about Patrick Mahomes. No, no, no. Or Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Or Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. That's where I was going as well. Yeah, you don't get that. Certain guys that can raise their level because they can act like Superman, like we heard from Todd in West Virginia. But sometimes, okay to be the rest of the Justice League and have the rest of the Justice League. I wonder how much he felt the pressure, not so much yesterday from Patrick Mahomes, worried about if he gets the ball last, but other guys not living up to their expectations by the fact he had not one, not two, but three drop passes in critical moments in that game. And Freddie, God rest her soul, my great-grandmother, she used to send me to the store at times, hey, go get me some snuff. And I used to say to myself, well, this definitely isn't enough money, Mm -hmm. uh, but I had to make it enough, right? So Josh Allen, there are going to be times where Mm -hmm. you're not going to have enough money. Yeah. you better make it enough. Yeah, or you're going to keep getting snuffed out by the Kansas City yep. Chiefs in the playoffs and you don't try to figure yep. that out. Craig in Michigan at 888-729-3776 on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Craig, is the Bills Super Bowl window closed, and why or why not? It was not closed because, first of all, Josh Allen coming off, uh, you know, healthy. Twenty, He'll be 28 in May. I mean, they just uh, drafted King Cade, playmaker, quietly caught 73 balls for 673. But here's the stat I like the most. James Cook, he closed in on about 1,600 yards total, 445 receiving. Now, there hasn't been a guy that's averaged 10, point, you know, 10 yards of reception or more at, at the running back spot since Alvin Kamara did it years ago. That's a big plus. They got James Cook as a young playmaker, Dalton Kincaid. I'm not so sure Khalil Shakur is not on the rise. and about to be somebody that they can really, really count on. I mean, they already do. 
And, I mean, they, they had a lot of guys in, injured on defense. So, I mean, they're going to get a lot of those guys back. Um, I, 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 I was looking up the salary cap for Stephon Diggs earlier today, so I like that you brought that up. That's a huge number. But bottom line is, yeah, I, the other guys say, hey, reel them in. Well, you know, maybe some games he needs to be re- re- you know, reeled in, but not that game. I mean, I can't as a coach tell him, hey, don't throw it deep downfield perfectly and because that guy might drop it. I mean, that's not, not to be sarcastic, but, man, it ain't his fault when somebody drops a perfect pass. Mm-hmm. So I think he did – I think he did everything he could do, and I think this team is actually – their window is just now opening with the playmakers they have now. They, they've got more potential than they've ever had based on their young squad, um, especially James Cook and Dalton Kincaid, who will be a playmaker. Like I said, quietly 73 balls. Think about it if they start making him a part of the game. He easily closes in on 100. Now we're talking Travis Kelsey-type uh, contributions to the game. So I believe in this team's roster. I'm not a Bills fan. Um I'm just telling you what I see uh, as the guy watching on Sundays, just like everybody else. I hear you, and I'm not not going to push back on you, Craig in Michigan. Thank you for the phone call, number one. Great knowledge by you, by the Bills. I'll push back on you just a little bit when it comes to this. Two things. Number one, the NFL is a second-by-second league. I'll give you three things. Number two, you don't know how these guys are going to come back from injury with the guys that I have on defense or who they're going to bring back when it comes to that. And also, sometimes there are certain losses that you are not able to get over as a franchise. Sometimes it takes a long time to get over losses like that because what did the Bills always tell us? That we can ever get Kansas City at home in the playoffs. And I give them credit, Harry. They didn't make excuses about who was not out there offensively and defensively. They were like, look, we're that confident. The way you are now, Kansas City, as vulnerable as you are, Kansas City, you're coming to our house. You're coming to our crib. And it's going to be different. And it wasn't different. And the emotions on their face leaving that game, sometimes you have a loss like this, Harry, and you don't know exactly if you're ever going to get over it or how long is it going to take for an organization to get over it. Greg in Boston, let us know at 888-729-3776. Is the Super Bowl window closed for the Bills, Greg? Why or why not? Hey, boys. How you doing, uh, Freddie and Harry? You guys are the best. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Bengals fan living here in Boston. Wow. Terrible place to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to let you guys know one thing. So living through the Andy Dalton era as a Bengals fan, we put no trust in the fact that he was going to take us to that next level. We knew that we were going to get there, and we had the squad to get there but we didn't have trust enough that that guy was going to be the guy. As a Bills fan, I don't know how these guys are putting their trust in somebody who is getting them apparently there, but is choking at the last moment. Those guys that are great rise to the occasion. They rise to those points where he doesn't miss that pass at the end of the game. He doesn't let things go to the wayside and, and not see the, the crosser at the um, um, second and nine. He, instead of taking that pass, he makes the right call, which is what Mahomes does, which is what Burrow does, and it's what Lamar does, which is why they are getting farther than Josh Allen will ever get. Well, I, I would say this, too. Um, it is not all on Josh Allen, um, and, and I agree with you on some of the points that you made uh, being able to get off the deep ball and throw the ball underneath. But at the same time, 
Patrick Mahomes receivers made their plays yesterday, and so mm-hmm. did Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So I need Stephon Diggs, I need Sherfield, I need those guys to make their plays. Mm-hmm. When I viewed Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins in those playoff situations made plays for their quarterback. Right. Right? And right. we're watching Lamar right now. We see Isaiah Likely and, Oof. you know, Zay the rest of the, those yeah. guys making plays for their quarterback. Yeah. You can't drop balls like they dropped yesterday, man, and think you're going to win the game. Yeah. And then I'm it comes you. to the end, and we just all blame Josh Allen. Does he take his, some of his blame? Yes, but bro, that that go route, that third, and I think it was third and 12, third and 15 that he threw to Sherfield, mm-hmm. man, just make the catch, make bro. Make the catch, yeah. And I'm not going to label Josh Allen a choker, not when Patrick Mahomes and his team were able to find a way in 13 seconds when the defense didn't keep them from getting a position to tie that game and then win it in overtime. And I'm not going to place the choker label on him when it comes to Josh Allen, what happened yesterday. But at a certain point, though, you got to find a way to win those games. Whether it's you, get it done. right, you or the team, no excuses because nobody cares. But I'm not going to label him a choker based on what happened yesterday or in previous other opportunities that he and the Buffalo Bills fell short in those opportunities. Well, you know you got some dark side to you. You're looking in that mirror. You know that demon need to be exercised. You got to exercise that demon. Exercise the demons. <laughs> because Patrick Mahomes is still here for Kansas City. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Cohen together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to get to more Championship Sunday involving Purdy, Brock Purdy, and Lamar, Lamar Jackson. That comes your way in about 15 minutes. But once again, it's an age-old book, and it never runs out of pages. The Dallas Cowboys cannot get out of their way, and they have not even played in the last nine days. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, 
poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It is Freddie and Harry Reggae Monday. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman, together on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. So we got Cowboys players and mothers and brothers, oh my, because everybody who did not play for the Dallas Cowboys but is related to a Cowboy, boy, did they have something to say, and Dak Prescott was right in the middle of it. For example, the mother of their wide receiver, C.D. Lamb, she roasted him on social media, and she shall remain nameless, Little Ramirez, she said that Dak isn't it on Facebook. Someone replied, tell the youngin to come to the home team. CJ will love him, meaning he's from Houston, meaning C.D. Lamb, and C.J.'s job plays the Houston Texans. Ramirez responded, blank. I wish he would. C.J. is great. Then Dak Prescott's brother got into a tad. He says, Cowboys fans continue to DM me. Trust me, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. I want him out of Dallas. The city organization would be great to he and our family, but done with drama and the so-called fans, but he loves this team, wants to bring in rings. And then last but not least, Micah Parsons' brother, Terrence Parsons Jr. He has met the Cowboys nation criticizing Micah Parsons. He went on social media saying that the critics of Micah are clueless and y'all going to miss him when he's gone. He also has met the Cowboys organization, Harry, for crimes being done to his brother, Micah. So everybody want to leave Dallas. Or they, want, want, or they want to get away from Dak. It, man, this is – there's dysfunction in the family. Like some of these things, man, like and, – and, and listen, we live in a world where, you know, you have free speech mm-hmm. or whatnot. But also I think, you know, something should just be held. Mm-hmm. Held to yourself and just mm-hmm. let some things play out. I just – me personally, I, my, 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 my family members would never do anything like that. But that to each his own. Everybody's different. Right. Everybody's different. You're spot on with that. But how do you think this is helping the situation? It's not. Thank you. How do you think? You can say, I, I, I can it, make it worse. my mind. Well, because C.D. Lamb hasn't said anything. But I know from C.D. Lamb going, Mom, really? I can fight my own battles. I'm good. If a Micah Parsons, even Micah Parsons said, anything my brother has to say, is independent of me. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I'm staying out of that. And Dak Prescott, he's too smart to involve himself with that whole deal. But how do you think if you're Leda Ramirez, the mother of CeeDee Lamb, if you're Micah Parsons' brother Terrence, and if you're Tad Prescott, the brother of Dak, how do you think you're actually helping things with the guys that are actually doing some things and trying to do some things in the football field for the Dallas Cowboys? Well, you're not. He's just causing more stories for us in the media. You're causing more drama. And you're putting the guys that actually play on the football field in weird situations. Good Lord. Really, really weird situations. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> when I first heard about it over the weekend, Harry, I just said to myself, 21st century. That's all I had to say. 21st yeah. century. There's a lot of times where I may have felt something about a team that my brother was playing on. Right. And my brother may have told me A, B, C, and D, but those conversations were meant for me and my brother. Well, you know why? Because, in the room that we were in. Right, because your brother – you and your brother were smart enough to not even think about anything else about a conversation you guys had. Yeah. Too many people want to matter that don't matter. Not trying to insult them, but too many people want to be always in the mix. Like, remember from the old Source Awards? They're just like Suge Knight. If you want someone always in the videos. All in the videos. All in the videos. Everybody wants to be in the video because they know, <laughs> they know they were never good enough to be in the video. So this is their way of trying to be in the video. 
as far as that goes when it comes to CeeDee Lamb and his mom, Dak Prescott and his brother, and Micah Parsons and his well, brother. Well, here's the worst part of it all. All three of those guys are looking to get what? Paid, right? And they're going to, one way or the other. <laughs> That's not going to affect Jerry Jones paying them. No, no, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's just a coincidence. All of them want to get paid right now. I didn't even think about that. When you want your money, it does not help that family members are trying to get it for you. They may do a lot more <laughs> harm than anything else. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie coming together on Freddie and Harry. And just like Tupac, all eyes on Lamar Jackson this Sunday. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.